Welcome to the Hunter's Hub, the video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community, which I forget to say a lot of the time, but hey, here we are. Uh, this is Fortuan, and joined just today by Sasha. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm a little tired. I've had a busy week, but I'm okay. How are you? Good. Uh, also busy. Uh, like we were talking, I had a lot of paperwork to do and trying to get this house stuff done. Um, but I have a hopefully hard date of July 7th that I can start seriously looking. So That's exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, doing some research, my child support is likely to go up instead of down. So... Mm. Man. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, the realtor I was talking to forgot who I was, too. That was funny. I messaged them about a house and they're like i'm sorry who who are you i was like we talked last week about this house oh yeah i just forgot to write your stuff down i'm like good thing i guess i was on it geez <laughs> are they really that busy because i feel like you you have a a pretty unique name like i i wouldn't forget talking to you yeah i i yeah i talked to them on the phone and everything it was it was a bit weird for me to be being like yeah, no, we talked last week. I'm pretty sure because I saved this contact as realtor in my phone right after we talked. Huh. So I'm pretty sure it's you. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a bit funny for me. Um, but yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about uh, some of the news we came across uh, because we would normally be doing the quiz show. But Ace is out tonight. So we're going to flop those around. That's going to be next week, which I haven't done any of the questions for um, or any of the game picking because I was so busy. Um, well, I guess you're going to be even busier. I'm going to be doing it. takes me a good couple days. So, yeah, it'll I'll be working on it this week, mostly. Um, I, hopefully I'm not like before the episode like I've had to do once or twice doing it, but we'll see. I uh, will get there. Um, and then after that, we're going to flip to uh, because you're out on the 25th, which would have been the wild card. We're going to immediately go in the wild card after the quiz. And then we're going to do on the 25th, the Monster Hunter stuff, which is five days before the release of Sunbreak. So I think that's a good hype episode because it'll be. All right, so what's what's the news? What's what do we got? Because we're supposed to have another event in June before the release. Hopefully, it happens before the time frame of us doing the podcast. But you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, we have we have other events to talk about tonight. Um, so uh, I guess I'll lead us off with the uh, the one one of the ones I paid attention to, which is the Pokemon and Scarlet and Violet reveal. Uh, well, another trailer, I should say. Um, I don't think anything more came out than just the trailer. Uh, I didn't watch the event live. I caught it like it had ended and then I started watching it. Like I, I literally tuned into the stream to like it being like copyright Nintendo 2022. Like, like I was like, oh, I guess I missed the trailer. So I just rerounded and watched it. Now I guess that was it. Um... So there was a couple cool things um, that that came out of this, and I think one of the the more crazy thing, and one of the things that uh, my daughters are like over the moon about, 
there is active co-op play in this. Oh, you can invite boy. three other people into your Pokemon world and as a team run around and catch Pokemon. That that's a game changer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the uh now Cece was over the moon about it. She's like, I want to play Pokemon with you guys. Like, oh, I was so excited. When's it coming out? It's like November. She's like, Oh no. Like <laughs> immediately she was just like, it's not tomorrow. <laughs> it was like her expectation was like, this is coming out tomorrow. I'm getting this now. And I was like, no kid. This is we're talking November. Welcome to the video game hype train. It lasts a long time. <laughs> now is are Nintendo games notorious for pushing their release dates back? I like not is, really. No. Okay, so November is probably pretty solid then. Yeah they the only they they're, they're notorious for delaying games they announce too early, often. So like. I don't think Scarlet and Violet was, was really announced too early. Of course, you know, that's a subjective opinion sometimes. But, you know, because people are like, ah, change the formula, do more things, like uh, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, like, Metroid Prime 4 was announced in 2014, 2015. Uh, we've not seen more than a logo. And that was when it was announced. Like, the only thing we heard about Metroid Prime 4 is that it restarted development, I think, sometime in 2016. And, like, that's it. So they're notorious for doing stuff like that. Um, same with Breath of the Wild 2. keeps getting delayed, delayed, delayed. But, you know, we don't have a hard release date, and them keep pushing back the date. They're like, you know, spring 2023, and then, like, like summer of 2022. It's like, hey, you know, we said spring last year. Uh... It's going to be fall now. It's gonna, like, like, like they, they do that kind of stuff. Um, but I think Breath of the Wild 2 has only been pushed back twice or maybe once. So they're not too bad about delaying and delaying and delaying. Um, unless you're talking something like Zelda or Metroid. Those two tend to get delayed. Okay. Because I'm hearing co-op and that ignites my interest in this a little bit more. I've been very lukewarm on on these games just because sure. I I don't have the time. I haven't played any several of the games leading up to this. So but there's the not opportunity many. opportunity to Cause... play with uh play with my brother and my husband and maybe even taking it to work because I usually have clients that love Pokemon. Mm. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a thing. Um, and I have some speculation based on this, too. So okay. there was something. So they revealed a bunch of weird things in the trailer, like just characters, uh, which is fine. They're getting a little more story heavy in the, later in the game, starting with Sun, Sun and Moon, I feel, is where they really picked that up. It's like they're trying to get more epic with their stories or whatever. Um, the they revealed that there's two professors, but they also revealed sort of like this, not um, not like a mentor character, but like I I don't know I don't know really know the context. There's they're just a named trainer that I that, that, that they've been a couple things like this where they're not really 
your rival, but they're just someone that you interact with often, another character. Um, they, they, she turns around, looks at the camera, and says, oh, so you're their trainer. And they had just shown all three of the starters. And so here's my here's my little tinfoil hat theory because this, they said their trainer, which this is talking with Chauncey, Pokemon Yellow treatment. Well, I don't I don't remember playing Yellow because Yellow you got all of the starters from Red and Blue, and your Pikachu. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking is you're getting all because they said there. Now, the difference between there being gender neutral and plural in this context isn't a difference. It's the yeah. same wording. So they may have just been saying gender neutral there about the Pokemon. Um, But I, I, I kind of think it might be plural. Like, I kind of think you might get all three. Like, something my my conspiracy brain is firing off on that the way they showed that one line in the trailer um well that would be cool yeah so like i wouldn't have to pick right like i you know i'm normally like the grass type guy when i pick a starter even though i do bugs um when i normally if i if i do end up picking a starter it's usually been grass type but this time I was like, no, Fue Coco, I'm going fire. Like I'm I'm doing the fire crocodile. Like I, I can't I can't help it. But um if it's all three, then we're good. Like I don't have to worry. Like I'm not betraying my grass starting roots, and I actually really like the duck too. <laughs> I like well I like all three, so Yeah. I don't really love the duck, but which kind of makes me sad because I usually pick water. But what's wrong there's... with the duck? I don't know. He's just dorky looking. Yes, and I feel like the last time that I got attacked by birds in that game, like repeatedly, they were like those wingle things, and mm-hmm. like you know, they're just not. They're nothing to write home about. Sure. Um, Pelipper. I mean, honestly, would you rather fight a duck or a crocodile? I'd rather fight a duck, is all I'm saying. So, like, thinking yeah, about yeah, what's yeah. going to be more fearsome in the long run. Sure. Have I told you about my friend who killed a Canadian goose? No, but that's. Those are fearsome beasts, I will say that. So, he, he works. You know, he he works in the same industry that I started in, IT, big business stuff, offices, that kind of thing. And they had like a pond, like a really nice pond next to their building. And this is where he worked for BMW, uh, but he worked for their financial institute that does all the loans and stuff for the cars. Um, He had like a steak knife in his hand uh, because he had had something he brought some food to work and he was taking out his dishes to the car or whatever going out to his car and this this goose had decided it was going to be protective of his car and he was just trying to get in his car so this goose starts trying to attack him so he's like okay okay uh i gotta do something here so he also had an umbrella because it wasn't like super it, it was like it was like rainy that day too 
So he opens up his umbrella and sort of like batten it off like a shield, like using the umbrella like a shield. So he did, he's like, you know, like, get away, get away. And then like the goose kept coming at him. Like it wasn't like the, the umbrella wasn't working. So he decides he's going to scare it off with a knife and just sort of like slash at it. And he ends up, he ends up slitting the thing's throat and hitting the artery. Oh no. So the poor thing starts screaming and flopping around and sprays blood all over him, all over his car, all over his co-worker's car, all over the parking lot. And he has to go in and tell his boss, like, hey, I need to go home and change because, like, he is just covered in goose blood. Like, and he, like, he, like, reverently went and buried it in the woods or something, like, put it out in the woods after it calmed down and stuff. But it was just like a, 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 like, he was just trying to scare it and it went way wrong for him. So... To that, I say birds can be scary, even oh, though... I mean, I get it. There was a... Uh, at my old office, I had a corner office that um, mm-hmm. had, like, landscaping that rode all the way up to the top. So whenever people would be cleaning the windows um, on the, from the outside, doing any kind of lawn work, you'd see, like, their legs. And they'd be mm-hmm. um, taller than the windows. So I was in there one day, and I just happened to catch something in my peripheral and look over and there's a big ass turkey <laughs> standing there and it scared me. I shouted so loud and everybody <laughs> came running in like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess I just this Turkey. And then the Turkey ended up hanging out in our parking lot pretty much all through like the fall season. Um, huh. And he was not friendly to people. And I, I would get anxious every time it was time to leave because if, it, if I had seen him that day, I'm like, great. My whole day is going to be ruined by this turkey. I just worked all day and I'm going to get attacked by a turkey when I walk out to my car. <laughs> and I was deliberately parking away from the wooded area. so And I would take this long roundabout route so that I could avoid the turkey. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's... I'm sorry. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, they all thought it was funny at work, too. And he, like, a different turkey showed up a couple weeks before I had quit. And they're like, he's back. He knows you're leaving. He's just here to say goodbye to you. <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to formally say goodbye to the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this the job you just left where this happened? Yes. Or? yes. Okay. All right. That's funny. So that happened recently that he was coming back. Yes, I I don't know if it was the same turkey or not. Um, but yeah, it's hard, it's very hard to tell without a tag or something. Yeah, and thankfully we never got closely acquainted, so I really couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, so so uh. I'm excited for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because they're showing that it to be a lot like Arceus, which is what really got me excited to play Pokemon again. Just the fact that it's a little more freeform. You can just catch Pokemon. You don't even have to go into a battle and stuff. The co-op um, thing makes sense then. Yeah. And the co-op thing happening, which honestly, people have been asking that in Pokemon since it came out. Like, like 
I understand some people just want to battle and stuff, but some people they're just like, no, I just want to chill in a really cool world with my friend and catch Pokemon together and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know if you can you tag team battle with people, but the, when they showed people in the world, they were showing run, running through different terrains. So it's just like, hey, come in my lobby and we're just going to play in my world kind of deal. Um, you know, like Minecraft style, you know, without destroying buildings and creating them. <laughs> um, just catching Pokemon. I mean, I think that's cool. I, I think it would be a shame for them not to explore their battle system a little bit. They've made all those different types of, like, dual battles, triple battles. Yeah. Like, why not add that later? They, they added in new types of moves, too, in Arceus. I don't know if you saw that, but they added in strong and agile-style moves. So you could have, like, a move like flamethrower and if you did it in agile it would do like 70 percent damage but it would be like quicker and then strong style would would actually have a it would be slower but we're not talking like me go before you in the battle slower it's like you could potentially have to go once and then they get to go twice and then you get to attack so speed was actually a like affecting like how many times you got to attack at, at sometimes too. So, so speed actually matters. Yeah. A lot. Like a lot. <laughs> um but if you had a strong style move and you were just strong enough, it didn't matter cuz it's like okay, get your one attack before I do my one strong style cuz you know, it doesn't it doesn't assume the speed until you do the attack. So you know, even if you have a slow Pokemon and it just goes second, it's like, okay, so you didn't one-shot me, I'm one-shotting you. Like, is is kind of the deal, is is the way that, that one can go. Um, but if, you, had, if you, had, you liked faster things, you'd be like, okay, so I go, he goes, I survived it, now I get to attack two or three times. And then, like, if you really leaned into the speed. Um, so, it's, it's a cool mechanic. I don't know if it's coming back in Scarlet and Violet, but it was in Arceus, so... We could see it again uh i hope uh i wasn't super big big fan of the strong and agile style stuff but it's something different it adds another layer to the battle system that wasn't there i feel like it makes it a little bit more like the anime because like sure. listening to it you know like ash has a lichen rock and i think it's master journeys and then he fights somebody who also has a lichen rock and his lichen rock is totally different. And it's pretty clear. One of them is a strong and one of them is an agile. Oh yeah. Rock. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I'm really digging the Pokemon stuff. When I heard they were doing the, uh, the video or whatever, I, I specifically tried to tune in. I missed it because I had to do work stuff, but I did watch it later on. So, yeah, that's it for Pokemon, honestly. Like, those two things were were really the big thing. They showed off a lot of older Pokemon that are coming back, like Talonflame, which is like the Firebird. Like, uh, there's all the generic bird types, you know, like Pidgey and stuff like that, where they're just, like, everywhere. It was actually kind of interesting when the generic bird that's just everywhere is also a fire type. So it kind of made it like a little more interesting. So I, I'm glad to see Talonflame come back, but that's 
about it. I mean, like, I saw other Pokemon there too, but they're all just some of them I don't even know anymore. I know they're old, but I don't think they showed anything new as far as like new Pokemon species other than the starters. So I hope there's more than just those, though. That'd be kind of disappointing. I'm sure there's going to be new ones. I feel I, like yeah. even now, um, like new episodes have released of Master Journeys, and I'm like, what is this Pokemon? What what is this? I'm I am that far behind that I don't I don't even recognize the most recent generation of Pokemon. But then I'll look them up and yep, oh, okay, that so if I would have just played the last two or three games, I would know exactly who that is. So I right. feel like if you're looking for clues and what's coming next, I I check that out because it seems to be aligning pretty closely with the direction that the games are going. Hmm. Okay. Not, I'm not too worried. I just kind of hope I, you know, you see a lot of older things come in. We ha- I, we had the same problem with monster hunter. There's an over-reliance on the old stuff I feel. And I want to see new stuff. Like I, I just don't want them to be all new. Although that is, that is my, uh, that is like my one Pokemon wish is that they just made a game. No Pokemon are old. None of them are there. It's an isolated place. There's only new Pokemon. See, I feel like I'm the opposite because I'm like the kind of person that like if I spent a couple hundred bucks on tickets for me and my husband to go see like, I don't know, my chemical romance, I'd be so upset if they just played a bunch of new music and didn't play any of their old stuff. I would be so upset. Like, can we, yeah, can we I mean, get what I came here for? Right, right. Meanwhile, they're like, we're artists. We're growing. We want to do more. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's what Spotify is for. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I might be a little bit of an outlier on that because most of the bands I like, people are like, yeah, I really love their first CD. And I'm like, cool. I'm like on their seventh. And it's like my favorite right now. It's like, um... Like the killers, uh, I feel that way about them. Like a lot of people, like Hot Fuss, that's like the one. I'm like, yeah, but um, don't get me wrong, Mr. Brightside is amazing and I love it and it's one of my favorite songs of theirs. But have you heard Imploding the Mirage? And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's good. Like, I'll I'll have to check that out. I do like their second album. Uh, I sound. actually think a little bit more than Hot Fuss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of really good stuff. Did you did you end up watching there was a uh oh, what was it called? It's not Holiday. Love Hard. It's one of the uh it's a one of those stupid romantic movies on Netflix. No. Um, wait. I did watch Holiday. I did not watch Love okay. Hard. So Love Hard has um sort of like it's a, it's a, I actually really like it, but it's like a, a dating app thing gone wrong-ish. So, like, the guy lies about his, like, what he looks like. He sort of catfishes this girl. And she lives, like, out in California. And he's, like, in Maine or something. So, like, literally across the country. And for Christmas, she doesn't have anywhere to go and anything to be, like, anything to do. So she just surprises him and shows up at his place for, like, Christmas holiday. Oh, so it's it's weird all around, right? Um, so it's a funny movie about like he's like this really nerdy. Um, I think he's Korean descent guy uh, that ends up like 
now he's but his like the guy he like made himself look like is literally like his best friend from high school that still lives in the town it's a funny uh it's a funny movie but they do a like one of the sad parts of the movie they do a sort of like this woman sings this uh acoustic rendition of one of the killer songs it's oh crap i can't remember what it's called i don't have my phone with me either i ah, crap what was it um but it's on uh sam's town um, is it read my mind yes it is read my mind uh i was just gonna google it yeah uh so read my mind in this acoustic like slow version of it and i was like that is cool I really like this. I feel like I may have accidentally heard that because I recently heard an acoustic version of that randomly in one of my Spotify playlists. Yeah, I so think I've, it I've, probably, I've probably got a it. single release based on how much people liked that. Like, I, I'm pretty sure. Kind of like um, that weird Adam Sandler movie where they had a mix up between Under Pressure and Crashing Cars song like they had a weird mix between not under pressure sorry i don't know i don't i'm very bad at music titles i don't know why i'm trying to talk about this but like there was a mix up but there were they did a mix between two songs every breath you take and if i lay here which is about crashing yep. cars but i think yeah. I, I think that's the song crashing cars yeah so yeah the Grey's anatomy that, song uh yeah which they played that on a movie and i i'll go, I'll go a little real here so like the the crashing car song was like my ex-wife's and i's song like that was our like relationship song kind of deal um so they played that on that movie and i'd watched i was watching this post-divorce and i was just like oh that's rough <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Adam Sandler movie. You're not supposed to make me cry. <laughs> You're Adam Sandler for Pete's sake. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. So uh, Pokemon uh, was the first one. So uh, what was uh, what were the ones on your list? I know we overlapped with some, but. um. So I have my big one that I got excited about is Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Okay. Which is going to be Dragon Age 4. Um, so the last that we have heard about that was in 2018 when they yeah. tweeted the Dread Wolf Rises, um, which prompted my, my one true pairing run through of Inquisition where I played as female elf inquisitor mm -hmm. so that I could romance Solus, who is the Dread Wolf. Hmm. Um, the voiceover on the trailer opens with Varric, who's one of your party members from Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age 3, and it seems to be pretty confirmed he will be your party member in Dragon Age 4, which I'm very excited about. Is he the about. beardless dwarf? Yes. With Bianca, that... the crossbow. D don't yeah. you hate on him. I love Varric. I don't. I... I'm not saying that I don't like him. He was interesting in the little bit that I got to interact with him on 3 before I put it down for it being very hard to play um for me but it's very odd seeing a 
beardless dwarf. I'll well, he's that a surface dwarf. That's a whole thing in Dragon I'm Age. I'm glad they, is, they is have the, a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, he's a surface dwarf, and he's he. I don't think he's ever been underground. He was born on the surface, and he's from the merchant class. So he's he's of the bourgeoisie of the dwarves. Yeah. And he fancy. That's why he's got... I don't even think he has chest hair. He's... <laughs> just a big swimmer dwarf well either way he he's hilarious and he's one of my very favorite party members i i wish that he wasn't a rogue because i don't get to actually play with him because mm. rogues always die in inquisition and dragon age 2 and i'm sure that's going to be the case in dragon age 4 they said that there's going to be demons dragons darkspawn and the dreadwolf so okay uh pretty much everything that you've ever fought before plus solace they're giving solace this kind of loki vibe that he's like Mm. a trickster god and he seems to be so there's slow revealing that the things that were happening in dragon age 3 were caused by solace because he's Mm. trying to restore something that he destroyed in like this way back in the ancient elven day because he's an elven god hmm okay so um it's not coming out this year not a surprise but yeah i think it's coming out next year i'm really excited about this i'm excited to have more information about this game graphics wise it looks beautiful um seems like it's they haven't announced what it's going to release on but looking at the graphics from some of the it looked looked like it was going to be as you walk into a city and it pans and shows you everything the first time that this is not going to be a ps4 xbox like og series x Uh, i think it's it's going to be a next gen game probably yeah so we're we're looking at Probably PC, but also PS5 and series. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to get it together. Watch me end up getting a PS5 because that'll be what's available to me first. (laughs) I've seen a lot more series than I've seen PS5s, but um, that's different depending on the area where you're at. So... Although you and I aren't too far apart. I mean, it's a whole state, but it's not that far. It takes me... I can say that when I was a kid, we took field trips to Kosai, which was in Toledo. So that's that's about 45 minutes, I think, was the drive. Wow. So you're, you're a lot closer to there than I am, because that is a five-hour drive for me Ooh. to Toledo. Because I'm in the southern portion of the state. So. Yeah, it takes a bit to get there, especially with your speed limit being 60. In a lot of places, sure. But if you're on a freeway, it's 70. <laughs> um, I mean, 35, it's where I take the girls back and to there. It's 70 the whole way. Well, up until I hit chill coffee, then it's 55. 
Like they really tone it down. Oh yeah, so. we have we have a fifty five freeway around here too. That's that's a recommendation. You're gonna yeah. get you're going to get hit if you're going fifty five. Yeah, there's um so so going so where I live southwest of town and there's like literally three different paths I can take to get into town. And one of them is 23, which is a straight shot north um, to sort of like the the very southern tip of Chillicothe. And it kind of wraps around the east side. Um, That one is 55, but people drive like 70 on it. Like they're just like woo when you're yep. and I I try to obey the speed limit because I've been pulled over there before, so, but I I don't know how they don't get caught. Like I don't like I'm I'm just going sixty. I go five over, and I stay on that. Like I, I am like on glue the five over because they won't pull me over there. But like people will just blaze by you, um, because it's a popular road. Because some people I don't know how they do it, but some people who like work or they either work in Columbus and live in Portsmouth or live in Columbus and work in Portsmouth. And that's like center of the state to bottomest part of the state. So it's like an hour and a half, maybe two hour drive. I don't know, but there is definitely a rush hour of like about that time of people traveling between those two cities on 23. I get that. I used to, I used to work in Lansing and that it was like, hour and a half drive Mm -hmm. so my rule was just don't be the fastest person on the road fair enough yep yeah just uh just be part of the crowd yeah among friends herd tactics they can only catch one of us actually that that is a common thing in michigan if you ever drive into michigan is you want to be like this the third or fourth fastest car on the road because they generally will have one one cop marking cars on your Mm -hmm. speed and then radioing ahead and there will be two or three cops pulling people Mm. over so wow okay all right that's it it's a good tip. I think they do that, but it's like one or one or two up ahead. So. Yeah, they don't do it often, but you know that like end of the month type of thing. Yeah, yeah, where they're trying to make some budget or something quotas. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh boy. So, um, so back to Dragon Age. Um, yes. I'm excited to hear if we still get that supposed remaster before this comes out because i do want to play one and i want it to work Mm. like i do want to play one um and also i was going to ask you this but i guess you did say specifically the dread wolf is a specific character but didn't um didn't the main character of two didn't they also call him something wolf no that's hawk so hawk yep and i can tell you that i i I'll have to check and see what my what choices I made with my um, my one true pairing run through, but I'm pretty sure I left Hawk in the fate. Mm. So he's dead. I did a look. I, I the only one I have finished, and the only one I will not replay. Uh, if I if we do get a remaster, is probably two, because I I played the crap out of two, finished it, did everything. Yeah. Two. I mean, I played a ton of two as well, and I think that for people who really enjoy um, talking to your party members, 
mm-hmm. like getting a lot of lore and the romance aspect, go ahead and play too. But other than that, just do a choice generator for three. Okay. All right. I can handle that. But one, I liked its gameplay a lot. Like I once I actually got into it and then it crashed and I was like, well, but I just. <laughs> yeah, that I sucks because, oh, man, I put a lot of hours in Origins. That was that was a really good, yeah. great game. I don't disagree now. Like I did at first, but I, I don't disagree now. Like it was really good when I played it on PC. Playing it on PS3 back in the day did not feel fun, but I barely remember it. I, I mean, I played most of mine on a 360, and got just got used to it. Invest in six abilities because that's about all you can look at preloaded. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a little more back into the PC gaming stuff while I'm waiting for Sunbreak. So. Although I'm not, I don't feel I'm in that gaming rut that I've been talking about. I feel like between Old World and uh, some other things I've been playing, like with the kids, because I have them a lot more recently. Like I only had a three day period where I didn't see them this week, which usually it's more like four or five. Um, yeah, we've been playing Life. Uh, they wanted to play Diablo today because Emery saw me playing uh, Diablo Immortal on my phone. Um, so she was like, I want to play Diablo. Can I be the necromancer? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we played that today and Chance joined in. So we all made new characters and both the girls are necromancers and they're just like throwing skeletons everywhere. And it's just, it's just funny. So is, <laughs> is a mortal a mobile game? Yes, it is. And I thought you felt some kind of way about mobile games. I do. However, <laughs> we'll get there. Let's finish Dragon Age first. We'll get there. Well, I uh, mean, well, Dragon Age, there's not much else to say. I, I watched the trailer three times, just kind of like really excited and like trying to find little clues to see if I could pull anything out. And okay, not really a whole lot other than it really seems like Varric will be your party member. You will be a new character. Um, so it's not going to be. Okay. Uh, he specifically says no magic hand, which refers to Inquisition. No ancient mm-hmm. prophecy, which refers to your your first character, uh, Origins. Yeah. And then, well, I left Hawk in the fade. And some people maybe let, let him live, but I feel like the I canon. I remember. The canon storyline that they're going to do is that Hawk is going to survive because your choice in Inquisition is your origins. One of your origins party members, potentially. So Alistair, or it could be just this Mm -hmm. random Grey Warden or Hawk to leave them in the fade. And I wasn't going to leave Alistair in the fade. No (laughs) way. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So I left Hawk in the fade. It seems like Hawk's not really going to be super important. And I wonder if they're just trying to like make Dragon Age 2 the redheaded stepchild of the series and pretend like it didn't happen. Oh, sure. Other than like yeah. make Varric the one that we want to remember from that series and not Hawk. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. I mean, it's not, it's not unusual. There are redheaded 
redheaded stepchilds of several game series. I mean, with, uh, you know, I talk about Doom a lot. With Doom uh, Eternal coming out, they completely ignore the existence of Doom 3. It just does, does like, mm-hmm. they're like, here's Doom 1, here's Doom 2, and here's Doom 64, which no one thought was canon. And it moves directly into Doom 2016, which we're tying in, in and then Doom Eternal. Like, people are like, what happened to Doom 3? It's like, no, Doom 3 we, is literally just a remake of 1. We don't so, talk about that. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't talk about John Carmack's thought experiment <laughs> with Doom 3, which was literally Doom 1 again. Like, I don't really like when a remake is literally just the same game. Like, like do something new with it. Um, that being said, we are going to talk about a remake that is going to be the same game. So. Yes, and the first thing that I said when I heard the news was, can they just, like, make a new game, though? How about just make a new one? They they had, uh, they had, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll keep listening. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um. So, yeah, so I do have a problem with mobile games, uh, specifically their pay models. Uh, I don't like playing on my phone. I don't like a small screen. And for the for the love of all of video games, I hate how things control on a phone. Like, I really do not like having my thumb rest on the screen, which will be blocking my sight of like side of view to press buttons on the phone screen. Like it doesn't feel good to me. Um, however, I did pick up Diablo immortal. Um, and I did pay $5 for this season pass or whatever the, they actually, it's not season pass. What is it? What do they call those? Um, Fortnite has them. Uh, no, it's not called a season pass, but it's like the, the, the season timeline thing. Um, I don't know. I don't play that game, but I get I get what you're saying. So basically, you did your paid for a chunk of time and yeah. So like their battle pass, battle pass is okay. what they're called. So you level up, like you do tasks and you level up things, you like uh, like pseudo achievements, and you level up your battle pass and it gets you rewards. This is like something that Fortnite I don't think started, but very much popularized. Overwatch does this too. Basically, you're leveling up your battle pass level for a season. Call of Duty does it now, too. Um, And you have, like, the free tier, which you get, like, something every level or maybe every other level. And then you have, like, the paid tier, which is, like, for this season, if you pay X amount of dollars, you'll get extra bonuses. And they're usually, like, way better. Like, first time, it's, like, you get these super awesome ghost flame weapons that look like they're on fire all the time. I'm, like... You know what? It's free. I can spare five dollars for this game. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a problem to have five dollars. Now, I will say, the thing that pushed me over the edge of getting it on the phone is the fact that the phone is literally like when I don't have an opportunity to bring my Switch somewhere. I do have some games on my phone, but they're like super simple ones, like Brick Breaker or something like that, where I shoot a ball. And it just bounces around a bunch of times like, but the, I got the Diablo one because there's a PC version of this game that has a cross save. As long as you link your battle.net account with the mobile. So I'm playing on PC more than the phone. Now I was playing on my phone because my girls were out in the living room with me this morning, but I saw that, uh, 
the PC requirements are pretty, pretty low. So it's sounds like yeah. that game's very accessible then to everyone. It is. And it is very much in the vein of Diablo three. Like it feels like a very mobile version of Diablo three. Um, it is a lot more focused on the, maybe the rifts and the bounties and sort of like the adventure mode portion of Diablo three. than the story mode, there is a story mode, but they have these weird, like I'm at this really part, uh, weird part. And supposedly this is all Canon too. That's happening in this game. Like this is stuff that supposedly officially happened. Um, so you get to interact with Deckard Kane again before he dies. You get to interact with, and they're actually tying a lot of three characters to two characters that weren't like really tied together before. Like you'll see, uh, the rogue encampment, the sisterhood of the sightless eye a lot in this game, which was from two. And they're interacting with people from three and you're like, Oh, okay. You're in like some locations from three, like Chaldeum, um, that kind of stuff. Like it's it's interesting uh, in that aspect. The the battle feels just like any other Diablo game, except you have less skills to work with. Um, you basically have a basic attack and then four special attacks, and that's it. Um, so it's kind of like just playing on a console. Kind <laughs> of, yeah. Um, you had access, I believe, to six skills in Diablo three. I just played it today. So yeah, it's six skills um, on top of your basic attack skill. Um, Cause it's yeah. Cause it's all four buttons and then ZL and ZR on the switch. But yeah, so it's six skills. Um, so five, including, so you're, you're one less, but um, the way they do it on the phone is like, there's this big center button is your basic attack. And then there's four buttons on the outside of it that, that aren't too hard to do that are your special attacks. The only problem is the interact is a set as a button. It's on like a third radial around and it's only the one button to do interact and stuff. But every time I try to push it, I end up pushing my, like I'm using the, I'm playing the barbarian only right now and it'll use like the hammer of the ancients instead of me grabbing something. So it's like, Hey, pick up this item or talk to this person. I just hammer the ancients of them. Like, I'm glad you can't kill NPCs in Diablo games because, boy, I would have killed so many on that miss miss button click already. Just smash them with a hammer, like, <laughs> like, oops, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Um, but yeah, it it's fun. Uh, they give you awards for playing with people and guilds and war bands and that kind of stuff. And and some of my old high school friends are playing uh, this game, so I actually looked linked up with them last night and we ran a couple dungeons. It's fairly simple compared to most Diablo games. They but to be honest, it's just a simplified version of three. Just I would say a streamlined, not even simplified. Uh, simplified in the fact of number of skills you do, but like it doesn't feel that much different from three, but it feels different because it is a new game. You're doing new content. And as someone who loves the Diablo series a lot, this is probably the only time I've been like, okay, I'm okay with this being a mobile game. Like I think they did. The problem is that when they first sold this game, they did not like when they announced this game, I mean, you you you've heard about that like don't you guys have phones and you know that whole snafu that was the reveal of this game um 
yeah, it's just, it's a lot better than I expected it to be, which, to be honest, I didn't have a very high expectation because it's a mobile game. But, but there's still mobile game aspects to it that I'm not really fond of, like daily logins. Uh, there's like a first monster kill of the day bonus, stuff like that. So they want you playing like every day kind of thing. You know, you dealt with that with Gems of War. This is yep. like, come on in, do this every day, interact. And it's just like, maybe I don't want to do this every day. I mean, I probably will, but maybe I don't. So like, turn don't off, push it that hard. Turn off push notifications. Oh, it's not push notifying my phone. It doesn't. I don't even think it has any. Um, because hmm. I I played it the first day it was out. It actually released a day early, and I actually played it on the day early. And then the day it actually launched, I didn't play it at all. No notifications, anything. I logged back in the day after, which was yesterday, and it's just like, yeah, cool. Here's your second day, second daily reward login. I'm like. I know I missed a day, so this is cool. Um, so it's a, it's a lot nicer on that aspect. But you do like when you do riffs, you can add like uh, these modifiers to the riffs, which is kind of a thing that other games have taken from Diablo. It's like, hey, here's this Diablo, like this mechanic in Diablo three, where you get to go through these riffs of randomized dungeons and you get loot and stuff. And then like other games have taken that idea and said, here's some modifiers to make it more interesting. Wolson does it. Um, Path of Exile has a similar-ish system. Um, there's a lot of games that have sort of built on that and done something to it. And Diablo Immortal does the same thing. But the problem is um, it's a currency that you buy to do the modifications. So you get you get them through play, but that's like the paid thing is to get the better loot. So there was an article that came out, and I actually really I commend them on their title because it does feel this way it's like it's the best free-to-play game or something something like that uh that almost doesn't ask you for money like there's that like that one thing that is just like there's there's where they're trying to get their money you can see it right there and it's pretty glaring like and people are going to do it and then they're going to buy the cosmetics and then like i'm okay with the five dollar battle pass for like once a month, $5. Like, I mean, we did WoW subscriptions for $15. Yes, a we month. did. So, $5 doesn't feel like a lot. How are the ads? Are there ads? Nope. I have not seen an ad at all. Okay. So that's generally what puts me off of most gaming on my phone. Oh, is... yeah. Yeah push notifications, ads, where I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it, you really want me to play League of Legends or whatever, but I think after, like, the 15th time, if I was interested, I'd have clicked that link. Let's sell me a new game. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen any ads. Um, now, granted, I, this has been mixed between both phone and PC. I played pretty much exclusively on the phone so far today because I haven't had a lot of time at the computer. Like my time at the computer, I was like, why isn't it turning on? Usually my computer's asleep. So I was hitting a bunch of buttons uh, like right at eight o'clock. I had to do uh, a flesh and blood match for my commenter league I was in. And I was like, oh, I haven't even turned it on yet today. Holy cow. <laughs> so 
I uh, turned on the computer, did the flesh and blood match, and that ended like literally 10 minutes before we started recording. So that's part of, part of the reason why I was running behind because it was like, it was fun playing with the guy, don't get me wrong, but like he was a talker. And I was just like, yeah, let's, let's get playing. It was like 15 minutes into, in, in, like into eight. And I was like, I got stuff to prepare. Like I, I need to, I got to, you know, get my thoughts organized for the podcast. And I didn't tell him that. I just kind of let him talk, but I was just like, okay. Cause so can we roll now? Can we play? Cool. <laughs> I'm, uh, he beat me two Oh though. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. I've not won a, I've not won a, a, a match yet in this league and it's week three. So I'm not really beat up about it. It was just like, yep, yep, let's get going, get going, get moving. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've I've had some fun playing it. Um, I'm not like, I th- the fact that it is a mobile game and you can sort of see that and and sort of feel that too. Regardless of it being new content and me enjoying it, there's still a very, a very real difference to me in the game. Like, I am not itching to play this, like, once we get off here from recording today. Like, I'm not going to be like, I may end up being, th- that might be what I end up playing, but I'm not like, oh, I'm excited to go play some more. I'm like, this will pass the time kind of thing. Like, it will not, I'm not super excited to play this. I'm not, you know, over the moon. I'm not like, what can I do? Um I thought I was super excited to play Old World, but then I said, like I said, it just it just cheated. It just I I just I had a final straw. I was like, how is everyone beating me in this game all the time? And then I started playing more aggressive. And then the moment I started playing more aggressive, it's like, oh, here's Rome, and they have like seventeen units, and you've only been able and you've been building units all game, and you only have seven. So, good luck. And I'm like. <sighs> Yes, this is why I suck at RTSs. I just don't understand. I don't understand how this works. <laughs> yeah, I I'm also terrible at them for that exact reason. Why don't play them? Like how 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 did I get myself in this position? Why am I doing this to myself? Let's play something fun. Right now, I I think the game's fun. I just didn't. It was it was no longer fun once Rome took one of my cities. It was like, okay, this isn't this isn't nice. <laughs> Rome, why did you do and it was even like it was one of those random events I was so excited to talk about last time. It was just like, hey, there's this war going between Rome and Persia. Pick a side. And I'm like, I'm not involved. Why do I have to pick a side? And there's literally two options. Pick Rome or pick Persia. And like literally they're both my neighbors. Like I'm the country between the two and they sort of like, there's like me and then Rome's up here and Persia's like down here and they like connect to each other to my Western front, but I'm still in between the two. Like they make a C and I'm like, I don't want to be involved. Like I'm trying to fight this war with this village tribe to the East already. Like this, this is what I can handle. Like they have like, Half my units, and I'm still pretty stretched, <laughs> like mentally on this. I can't do this, and nope. I had to pick one, so I picked Rome, and I got Egypt to join the fight by giving them one of my cities. So I lost two cities in this exchange. So I was like, Egypt, come help, because Egypt sandwiches Rome between, like, Rome's between me and Egypt, and I was like, Egypt, you can do this. You're my buddy, right? They didn't do anything, or if they did. 
it was like off screen and I didn't see it. So. Yeah, they laughed at you with Rome. They were like, we took one of his cities, too. Yeah. So I just I uninstalled the game. Take that game. You can't even be played anymore. So. I didn't like hate and uninstall it, but I did come to a point where I was like, this isn't for me. So I just quietly closed the game, uninstalled it, and went back to playing Slay the Spire that night. <laughs> like I said, so, just play something fun. Yeah, exactly. It did make me want to play. Um, I don't know if I told, told you about this one, but there's a Viking one that I really like. Um, mid, Not Midgard. Goodness gracious. Why am I so terrible with names today? I have it downloaded, so I'm just going to pull this up, and people are going to see my GOG for a second. It is installed, so I can just find it right away. I think Northgard. Northgard. You play as different Viking tribes against each other, and this game is like these RTS games. It is an RTS, but it's slow, and I can handle that, and I can build the units and fight things in it, and I can actually do pretty well because it's... You don't just like take over an area and slowly grow. Grow. You have to purposely grow, and you're never allowed to grow. Out. You're never allowed to take things over outside of your area. Your area always has to grow from where you're at. So you won't get like a bunch of units from Timbuktu attacking you out of nowhere. It's not possible because they can't traverse that much land without running into stuff. So you literally can only fight your neighbors, and that's why I do better in this game. And it has really fun things like you get to be the tribe of the squirrel i don't know what they do but i know that's one of the dlcs i have i get to be the, the tribe of the squirrel i don't know <laughs> but they got really cool things where like they change up the whole gameplay based on which which viking tribe you are it's actually really cool anyways all of that talking over diablo immortal um it's fun it's i like diablo so and that basically the fact that it's Diablo is the only reason why I would have played this. So, and it's the only thing that's probably going to keep me playing it until I quote unquote finish the story. And that probably will be the bare minimum I do. I don't really see myself sticking and doing every class like I did with Diablo three. Just a fun curiosity for a little while. Could you Bluetooth a controller to your phone? Possibly. Possibly. I um, I wouldn't know what to do with the phone then because it literally is just a phone. So like I would have to prop it up on something and then do a controller. I think, as I say, I feel like people who seriously invest in mobile games that they sell controllers that let you like dock yes. your phone on it. Yep. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to sink any more money than the $5 you say that, but you've also spent a lot of time playing Diablo. It's true. It's very true. I mean, I went back to Diablo 3 today because Emery wanted to. Um, now, I only played with them today. I haven't played any more of it, but I also haven't had any free time to myself so yet. Um, yeah, I've been with them all day. All day. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, 
I only have the ones that we share left after Diablo Immortal. So what's um, what's one of the ones you don't have? All right. So the quick one um, is Blizzard. Blizzard update. Um, mm-hmm. So the parents of Carrie Moynihan, who was the employee that completed suicide, and her parents were suing Blizzard for wrongful death. They... Mm-hmm. At three months after they filed their suit, they have quietly dropped it, and they have dropped this case with prejudice, which means that they Blizzard cannot be sued in the future for her death. That sounds yeah, and like, like when you brought this up to me, that sounds like there was a deal made behind closed doors. One hundred percent, and a and a dis- non disclosure agreement was signed uh, because yep. both parties have have responded with no comment about it. Yeah. That I don't know how to feel about that because obviously, you know, they, they could have kept fighting for what happened. Um, I don't know if the state is a caps on damages state, but I wonder if it actually would end up just working out better for them in the long run, doing a quiet deal. Right. I would say what I wanted to, to get at with that is, you know, I don't know, obviously being an outside party to, to what went on. I hope that it is something to, that the family is satisfied with because I think they could have not taken a deal of or such and kept pursuing this. Uh, if they could afford it. I mean, Blizzard sure, is such yes. a juggernaut that I, I feel like lawyers could just drag this out until you have nothing left before it even That's makes true. it. And then well, do my you hope want is the trauma they, they, of reliving that, like the details of that and no, I mean, that's, you know, the whole reason why cases like this of, of abuse um, don't get tried in the first place because people don't want to deal with it. They don't want to relive it. They don't want to. So, you know, I, and it tears people apart. I mean, you know, there was it's obviously a movie, but it's based on the true story. And I don't remember the name of the movie at all, um, but um some movie about this uh guy who invented the windshield wiper who fought with the auto companies who stole his idea for decades lost his family and stuff and he was like you know going mad because they they obviously stole his whole thing his whole livelihood his whole idea and he wasn't going to let them get away with it. And it's supposed to be this inspirational story. I believe it's played by Kevin Costner. Not Kevin Costner. The bad one. No one likes him anymore. He was in Kevin Seven. Kevin Spacey. <sighs> Kevin Spacey. Yeah. The uh, bad Kevin. Do... <laughs> the bad Kevin. <laughs> I believe it's played by Kevin Spacey. I could be wrong. Uh, the movie that I saw. But yeah, it's like even so about something like windshield wipers against the auto companies is like like destroying for for people to go through with the basically the long fight um and it i assume it is very traumatic to have someone steal your idea uh i i won't you know i don't think it's easily comparable 
to the level of sexual harassment and assault that this woman went through. And then ultimately, you know, what it ended with for her and her family to have to deal with that constantly doing this fight. You know, it, it is it is a tough battle. And I don't really I you know, I'm not gonna say that they had like it's it's up to them what happened and I hope that whatever you know, whatever was settled was to their somewhat satisfaction, hopefully. Like I don't the <laughs> It feels pointless fighting these giant companies because of stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this might... If if they did get a decent settlement, I think this is probably the best route for them. Yeah. It Unfortunately. three months instead of this This could go. Because it's not, it's not about money for them. It's about their reputation and yeah. like how much bad press that they're getting right well well it is still about money but it's a long-term money versus today yeah yeah which is weird because so many businesses act on the short term and not the long term but for some reason legally they always act on the long term it feels like like this is weird it's like <sighs> i don't know yeah, I don't I yeah, I don't know either. It's it's highly unfortunate that any of this happened to begin with. And I I don't even know if unfortunate's the right word. It's sad that this happened. And so I didn't want to talk about it all the time because it's just like <laughs> like yeah. I just want to enjoy their games and forget their bad people. But obviously, you know, that's not as being a responsible consumer, but I, I don't know how that changes. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what to think about it. <laughs> well, there's that. And then the other thing I have that you didn't have was that EA has partnered with Middle Earth Enterprises and they're going to do mm -hmm. a mobile Lord of the Rings game. Uh, it's going to be called Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle-Earth. It is, I think, going to be similar to... EA has another mobile game. I think it's a Marvel one. Um, mm -hmm. So I th I'm imagining it's going to be very similar to that. They're describing it as a collectible RPG with strategic, social, competitive gameplay. Sounds like Raid Shadow Legends, honestly. Yeah. So um, they've confirmed as well that you will have featured fan favorites from Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, but they have not confirmed who they're going to be. But my guess is probably all of them, all of them eventually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, here's here's the super ultra rare worth $700 Aragorn, you know, Return of the King edition. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a gotcha game. Well, it's EA, Brilliant. so... <laughs> yeah. Brilliant EA. Yeah. You're just... 
You're just selling a different product under the same coat of paint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is what it seems to be. But I guess if it isn't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> it's not a simple phrase to describe that because it is broke, but, you know. It's not broke it's for them. It's working. Yeah, I know. It's it's working. That's why they keep doing it. Is it is broke, but it's working. <laughs> broken for us as consumers but yes yeah gosh i can't even imagine uh, yeah i was talking a couple weeks ago about that whole thing that my friend jacob was so excited about how mlb the show was like as about as predatory as league of legends which isn't great he was like yeah it's you don't understand we've come a long way and i'm like yeah but that's still not good right <laughs> it's still you still didn't just pay $60 for a game and get everything you got with it. Like, I mean, eventually, eventually, sure, maybe the mentality shouldn't be that we're just paying $60 for a game and it's done and done and we don't buy anything else. But, like, I'm okay with the DLC aspect. I'm not okay with pay $60 for a game, now $10 more for any team you want to play. Like, no, uh, no. yeah. That, oh my gosh. I did like, however, how um, uh, Killer Instinct did it. And I think Killer Instinct was pretty cool about, hey, it's free to play and we have rotating fighting characters. But, like, you can just pay $30 and get them all. And you're done. Like, there you yeah, go. buy the game. Yeah. Or don't and just play the free ones. Like, I know, like, I... I quite enjoyed that, uh, even though I didn't play Killer Instinct. I quite enjoyed that model. Um, now I actually liked watching Killer Instinct because I suck at fighting games, but they are interesting. So, to me at least. Although I do play Mortal Kombat and still lose a lot. Even Chance, I had like a good three weeks, and then Chance started beating me. That's it. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, one of the shared stories we had was the uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, which we alluded to earlier, um, which now I know I said I don't want a remake that is simply the same game. However, Resident Evil 4 is enough of a game that I don't want to see a lot of change out of it either. From what I read, they said aesthetically it's going to be the same. But they haven't revealed if there's what type of changes there's going to be to gameplay. Only that they wanted to bring it up to what modern gaming modern. expectations are like. Hopefully less. There are quick time events a lot in Resident Evil 4. And I hope those are gone. Or at least better contextualized, I would say. So like. You I feel like they're not like, going to go away because quick time events are, I mean, that's, it's just, that's a telltale game. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just cinematic gameplay. Yep. That's my one complaint with Resident Evil 4 is the quick time events. Everything else, solid. I hope they don't do things like not make it this goofy B-movie level thing. Where like they're throwing one-liners at each other back and forth like a like <laughs> like a freaking eighties movie. <laughs> I love that about four. 
I hope that doesn't change. I mean, it it shouldn't. If aesthetically everything is supposed to stay solid, that should also include kind of the, the vibe of the way that the mm-hmm. characters are talking to each other. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, I don't I never played the RE2 remake, so I don't know how now RE2 and RE4 are totally different animals though. Like they're way different games, but like my husband played the RE2 remake and from what I remember, there were some changes in terms of um like which characters could access which items. Um Okay. But it was just, it seemed to me like it was just like a nice upgrade of the graphics and. Right. It's like small yeah. changes. I mean, this is to be expected with our, how well RE2 remake did and how they just did three. Now, I don't know. Don't, I don't think three did very well, but I don't remember a lot of people remembering three that well to begin with. So if you're remastering a game that was just sort of eh you're probably going to get the same response, just a bigger one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but RE4 remake with a lot of people that's been talking about it. And the fact that it got announced at the uh, PlayStation event this week, um, I think it's a pretty big deal. Um, may or may not get it. I'm not a super big Resident Evil fan, um, but we'll see. Um, I did like 4 quite a bit. 4 is my favorite Resident Evil, so... I'd so like this to see says it. release March 2023. And mm. what I also read was PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. So not PS4. Hmm. Which means it's going to be a clunky mess on the not current consoles for Xbox if it ends up dropping on there. Right. Yeah, that, that does sound pretty uh, sketchy if you're you're trying to play it on an older console. Might not be too bad, but I feel like I kind of appreciate, like right now, if I go through the Microsoft Store, it will tell me games that cannot be downloaded on my console. It'll tell me games that can be downloaded on my console, but probably are not going to be optimal experiences and then games that are compatible for both. Okay. So like, that's why I still haven't played cyberpunk. (laughs) Sure. Cyberpunk does sound like more your flavor of game for sure. Immersive sim stuff. Yeah. I really want to play it. I just, I don't want to be angry about it. So I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I mean, uh, Steve uh, Pan's husband very much enjoyed it despite all the problems. So it was, uh, it's a matter of opinion, honestly. Like, I don't know. I was never interested. I knew it was an immersive sim from the start, and I, I, I'm not interested in cyberpunk aesthetic at all. So it was all just a big wash for me. It's like, oh, it didn't do well. Mm. <laughs> I don't like sucks for them. I like CD project red. I like, cause I like, you know, the company, good old games, same company, honestly, but, um, they're just, it was just like, oh, well I, w- I wasn't interested. So 
but it's sad for people who were though. Like I, I, I very much feel for people who were very excited for this game and then it just when they this, yeah, it didn't go well. Um, so I don't, I don't have much else to say. Re four remake. We already know about Re four. It's. Did you ever play Re four yourself? I watched my uncle play it. That was not one that okay. I played. I wonder what they're going to do to the mercenary mode. Um, you know, if they're going to update or keep it, that kind of thing. Because that was the sort of like party game aspect of it. It's like, how far can you get in the arcade mercenary mode? So I'd like to see what they do with that, too. Because um, my buddy, uh, I still meet with him every Tuesday for dinner. Um, he was super into RE4, uh, especially the mercenary mode. Like, we, we would have days where... Uh, him and I and a couple other friends would just sit around his his couch and just play mercenary mode for hours and just laugh our asses off at any time that we died. <laughs> it was just fun. <laughs> um, so the uh, so the other uh, shared one we have is Callisto, which is the Dead Space uh, spiritual sequel, getting a trailer. And um, and a release. The release date is pretty solidly confirmed. Um, yeah. Some more details. It's looking really good. Yeah. Um, it has some creepy looking visuals, that's for sure. Um, you know, like, I am not a big horror fan. So we'll see. But I am interested to see, like, what they can do with with this because it's always been a cool concept for sure like don't get me wrong i like sci-fi in a way but i don't you know, one i just don't like space that much two i really hate how all aliens are humanoids all the time which really makes me mad about star trek but <laughs> well, these aren't aliens though no the, these aren't no I, they're quote-unquote zombies but they're infected crewmates, as far as I understand. It, it feels a lot like this is going to be Resident Evil in space. Because yeah. they're talking about, like, the the corporation that owns the prison. Um, I, I have a feeling that they were testing this uh, biophage stuff on the prisoners. And then this is how the outbreak starts. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, you are uh, you're Jacob Lee, and you are an inmate at Black Iron Prison, and there's an outbreak that throws the whole colony into chaos. Uh, Callisto is a moon of Jupiter; it's considered a dead yeah. moon. So I feel like that's also kind of a clever little play, like dead moon, dead space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, I think I do remember that being a moon of Jupiter. I for some reason I got really into learning about space for a little while. Like this YouTube channel was just like, here's a bunch of pictures of different moons of Jupiter. And I'm like, this is cool. And I watched like hours of that one year. Like just talking about all the the, the things we know about the things in our universe and solar system. Space is cool. I just don't like when they put in boring stuff. It's like, hey, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do this, but yeah, Callisto, 
I'm mildly interested. I've always been mildly interested in Dead Space, but also not a big fan of horror because I don't like getting scared. So <laughs> I probably won't actually play this, but I will be pre-ordering it uh, for my husband so I can watch him play it. Fair. I don't have a husband, so it's not it's not going to work out that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of the perks is he plays, and then I solve the puzzles. Yeah. Okay. Brains and yeah, brain. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't. Uh, all of my when I was with my ex wife, we did do games together, but it was just like. She was like, oh, I want to see Legend of Zelda. So I'd play Breath of the Wild, but she'd be on her phone the whole time. So I just felt like I was just playing like like there wasn't any input. I pretty much just watch him play horror games that I know I'm going to get. I'm going to get too like frustrated or flustered playing it. And I really yeah. want to enjoy the story because I love horror. I want to I want to know what happens in the story. So fair enough. Yep, I probably will be. So this one's coming out December 2nd, so I'll be picking that up. It's coming out on PS4 and 5, Xbox, X and S, and PC. So We'll see. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> how December looks for me. That is, this is like a like a third string. Like I may buy it if, if there's nothing else going on. Just cause... wait. Just wait until everybody has sales like the week leading up to the new year and i guarantee you could at least get it like 30 percent off if it was brand sure new. yeah no i mean i waited for dead space to go on sale on gog and i got it i got it for like five dollars but i didn't finish it either i was just like nah don't feel like playing this so yeah uh we'll see because this is a packed year still for, for me for games. Because we, you know, November's Pokemon. I'm definitely getting that. Like, um. Well, see, just, now with this co op talk, I'm probably going to get it as well. So I'll just play Pokemon while my husband's playing Callisto Protocol. <laughs> 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 like, um, you want to wrap this up because we've got some Pokemon to catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, the Monster Hunter game's coming out the end of this month so and i've got starship troopers coming out and i thought it was going to be this next monday but it's actually the week after um the 15th so it's it's going to be the week that that this crazy vacation i was supposed to go on is happening so i'm actually not working that week i'm i'm on a stay home vacation now i'll have the girls so I won't be able to play a whole lot by myself, but I will get to play some Starship Troopers. So that's happening this month. Um, Mario Strikers is Friday, and I want to play that. That's Mario Soccer, and I loved the first Strikers like a lot. So I'm getting this one. Hopefully, there's a way to turn off the super. I hate when they did this. They did this in the Wii game. It's like it's a cool, really good fundamental soccer game that I feel had does better at the soccer, soccer fundamentals than something like a FIFA game. Like it's actually just mechanically so good. But the problem is you get these super strikes that are like, Hey, it's worth like two goals. If you do this tornado strike that is basically guaranteed to, to go in. It's like, that doesn't, that just breaks the rules. Like I just, 
I don't, that doesn't feel fun. So if you can turn that stuff off, then I may be playing that for a long time. Like that's one of the few games that I played online competitively is, is, uh, strikers. So, and I did that on the Wii, but, and that's with the mechanics I didn't like. So I'm hoping strikers is pretty good. So that's, all this stuff is June for me, and then, of course, Pokemon's in November. But Monster Hunter is going to keep me entertained for a long time, hopefully. Hopefully. If they if they goof it up and have so little new monsters, it's there's going to be a problem. But <laughs> Well, I guess you'll have something to talk about then. <laughs> oh, way. yes, I Either will. Either way. Yeah, I, I can imagine it going from one of my favorite games of all time to dropping pretty hard if they, if they goof it up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, that's all the, the, the news we had. I, I can't really remark too much on Callisto or E4. Those are just like, Hey, they're coming out. We got new stuff for them. But like, I do, I do. I am interested in Callisto. I am interested in RE4, but there's not much to say when it's just a trailer. Yeah, if we get if we get RE4, it will probably be on one of the many, many, many Resident Evil sales that they have on Xbox. Mm-hmm. But I will definitely be getting Callisto Protocol when it comes out. Yeah, well, this is definitely RE4 is definitely one of the games they talked about with the several Capcom saying they were going to have several titles before the end of the next fiscal year. RE4 probably solidly in that there's also another they announced one of the resident evil village going on vr yeah i saw that um i Mm. really don't care for vr yeah i don't play vr my friend's been trying to get like i I went the last time i went to visit him he's like you really got to try this i think it was the oculus he has he's like you really got to try this and i was like sure and i just avoided it the whole time like i just like hey let's go do this so we did other things like i'm not i'm not doing vr i don't want to do it it's it's too much work i got (laughs) i don't know there's something about it too that it almost makes me feel self-conscious like i would want to be alone playing vr like I, i don't know i don't want my eyes covered up around a bunch of people like i feel like it's like falling asleep in a, at a party in front of people like someone's going to do something to me. <laughs> yeah, I could see I could see that being a fear. I don't have a pro- I've slept at a party before. That's not a problem with me. But like I'm also a very much di- like very much different problem between a girl and a guy <laughs> in this society, too. So. Yeah, but that's another conversation. No, it definitely is. Um, I just don't like the idea of VR. I don't want to be that immersed, period. I just don't. I like to be able to respond to people if something's going on. I feel like I could get that level of immersion by just, like, moving closer to the to the giant TV. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is kind of like having a TV on your eyes, as far as I understand. It's just super close and has haptic feedback is about where we're at. I just feel like we're really damaging our eyes. Didn't they tell us not to do this? Don't sit You're that right. close to screens. <laughs> like... Right. We're just ignoring it now and just going all the way. 
make a headset. Oh boy. Um, okay. So, um, I think I'd about wrap us up today. Is, is there anything you wanted to talk about before we head out? Um, no, I, well, I have not gaming news, but just like fun things coming out in June for streaming. Dr. Strange, uh, will be out mm. June 22nd on Disney plus. So I'm pretty excited about that. And yeah, Beavis and Butthead do the universe is going to be at Paramount <laughs> Plus. Okay. So I will be renewing my Paramount Plus for another month because I got a free month of it with my Game Pass. And yeah. So I've been watching, watch Jackass Forever on there. And I've been watching Detroiters. And then I was just going to let it expire and be done with it. But I definitely want to watch Beavis and Butthead do the universe. I'm really excited about it. I loved Beavis and Butthead to America. I watched it way, way, way too early, way sooner than I should have seen that. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I saw a really funny. Um, so my, one of my friend groups, they really like Star Wars memes, specifically the prequels. So like the prequel memes are super big with them. And there was one that I saw on Facebook that I shared with them. That is General Beavis, and it's just like Beavis's head, just like glued onto General Grievous. Oh my god! And I, and I was just like, "This, they'll like this." So General Beavis, I let's love do that. It. So um, yeah, I thought those were fun. Uh, near the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. So like to talk about watching stuff. That is something that I have been doing is watching a lot of things. Now I've still haven't put down yet but i've been still tempted to to stop watching the star wars uh clone wars cartoon um because everyone's been telling me like oh there's so many good things in there like ace has i was like okay i'll watch some more and i watched like three more and i'm like i mean it was cool but like what am i gaining by watching this like i don't feel like i don't know it's like, do you want to see Jar Jar be more of an idiot? Like, really? I mean, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it was amusing to me in the prequels. This It's getting a little far. Like, he gets a jet, like a council member killed because of his actions. In, in one of the ones I just saw. And he goes, oh. my oopsie. And my he's sad oopsie. about it. My oopsie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, but then like. He's super sad about it. And then he gets all serious. And then like he destroys two tanks with his antics again. Like it's just like the invincible Jar Jar, the episode. Like I don't, there's like, I get it. I get that there's cool things that they do, but I don't feel like the show is entertaining enough for me as an adult to keep watching seven seasons of it. And now people are going to tell me to watch these episodes, but I'm the kind of person when I'm eating food, I literally finish all of one thing and move on to the next thing. It's just how my brain works. And I can't be like, I'm going to watch these episodes in this season and be done. I can't do that. I get like, I mentally can't do that. I do the same thing. It's like slices, slices of stuff. I will I usually will have like one or two shows that I'm watching that 
the whole the whole either the whole show is out or like the whole season is out. And then I have a yeah. couple of shows that I'm watching as the new episodes come out. But I just finished Our Flag Means Death, which I'm obsessed with right now. And I've mm. been joining a bunch of Facebook groups, shit posting groups because I love memes and Yeah. I need more content. But Yeah. Our Flag Means Death is a comedy. It's um it's it's basically just gay pirates. Uh Taika Waititi okay. is is Blackbeard and um he's really finding himself in his older years kind of thinking about retiring and it, is it not different from like uh what is it Stardust where they have like the flying pirates and um I've never them? seen Stardust but I'm going to say it probably is very different um the the okay. The main ship that you follow um, is a rich guy who gets bored with his rich lifestyle and he abandons his family and has a ship commissioned. And like Uh. he he's very much like a fancy pants guy does like never held a sword before or anything. And he has a ragtag group of pirates that he like kind of treats them like they're in a pirate union and like pays them no matter what. And they run huh. into Blackbeard, and it's funny. It's very, very funny. Um, okay. I cannot wait for the next season to start. It's on HBO Max. Okay. I, I might check this out. Because, like, Stardust, they had... Um, they had... I don't... Again, I'm terrible with names tonight, but they had... A, uh, the captain was gay, and he was trying to hide it from his crew. And oh, no. Everyone... Everyone's pretty openly gay. Um, okay. And it's kind of one of those, um, it's not quite steamy like Bridgerton is, but it is mm-hmm. like a, it's a period piece with minus all of the racism and sure. sexism and like so anti-gay. A piece, but with but modern, modern, yeah, but with like mentality. modern liberal. Sure. Okay, so. it's Robert De Niro in Stardust that plays the gay pirate. I just remembered the actor's name. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's fun. He's that part of the movie is pretty funny. Um, it's a pretty sappy romantic story. Otherwise, though, um, which is okay. I like it. But um, I've been watching so some of the Star Wars stuff. But I finished Creed, so I did all the Rocky stuff. Uh, that's what I forgot. Yeah. I want to watch Creed before I go back to work next week. Yeah, I, I did Creed 2. Um, and Creed 2 is the one where he fights uh, Dolph Lundgren's son. Uh, so Rocky 4 again. Um, that had it was a really good movie. Um, gosh, like I, I, I can't like I was talking about this with my brother, like I cannot believe that I constantly forget that Rocky and the Rocky series are one of my favorite movies because like they are so well done and Rocky is such a well acted character. Like I, you know, wouldn't think that Sylvester Stallone of all people would be like a really good actor, but like you watch the Rocky movies and it's there. Like he does that character and maybe, maybe there's a little bit of him in that makes it like a little bit more, you know, authentic feeling, but like, 
you it's one of those things you get to see character growth and development but he's still a character like there's thought behind who rocky is in all of these things there's thought behind who creed is you know in both the, you know early creed and the new creeds like apollo versus adonis which adonis is the new one um like i i, I don't know how I keep forgetting about these movies and I like, they're like, they got to be up there with Jurassic park for me. Like I love all the Jurassic parks, even the bad ones like Jurassic park three. <laughs> I've only ever seen the first two Jurassic parks. There three, three is it's, it's like when they took the, they took a little bit of craziness to it. There's like, remember like that old, cell phone ringer it's like da, 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 da. Yep. like that yep. really annoying thing so they have like a cell phone and a, a guy has it and he's supposed to be like the one who has like a cell phone to, to get off the island and they're stuck there and, and you can hear it inside a dinosaur uh you hear it inside of a dinosaur and later on you hear it in its poop like <laughs> okay i mean it's a it's a crazy movie like it is i'm a child and i think that that stuff's funny so yeah it i think it is too like literally you hear it from the guy the guy inside the dinosaur the guy back outside the dinosaur like like (laughs) well now you know how to get the cell phone yeah probably and then i'm super i'm super excited for the new jurassic world which is like next friday or yeah i noticed all the jurassic park merchandise yeah i mean i talked about the burger i had last week (laughs) they (laughs) had at target they had like actually really cool if if uh people have kids who are dinosaur kids they had like these big bean bags that had um like dinosaur spikes down the back they had big Hmm. body pillows that were shaped like dinosaurs they had like comforter sets and things hmm nice I don't have a target near me for about an hour and a half, but would have been nice. You can shop online for target. That's true. I can online is a thing. Hmm. It would be a better, it would be a lot better for me if I didn't have a target as close. I have have multiple very close to me. I have options. (laughs) (laughs) Target options. That's good. I guess. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. Uh, I, I ended up watching uh, The Northman, which is one of the newer movies that I really wanted to watch. So I just, I just on a whim, bought it on Voodoo because that's a dangerous thing for me, Voodoo. That, like, because it's like 4K Ultra HD. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I've been interested in that movie. Did you like it? I did. It was not what I expected. I was expecting. Uh, I will say that I was expecting something like. Maybe Braveheart or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you got something that was like. It's hard to describe. I got something more like. Uh, not Dragonheart, but like it feels it's not funny. Dragonheart's funny. This isn't funny. Um, 
goodness great like the new king arthur okay like like the one where they have um i don't even why am i trying to say anyone's name tonight it's the I don't one that's remember. got the it's got the sons of anarchy guy in it yes him yes and it has the really good music. I normally don't like that kind of music, but like they did a good shot in that movie of it going across the field with that music that they were the, the, the hard rock stuff. And I was like, this isn't King Arthur, but it fits so well for some reason. Maybe because the son of anarchy guy doing it. But like I do. I love that King Arthur movie. That King Arthur movie is amazing. It was like the second movie I saw in theaters by myself. First one was Godzilla 2014, and then like the next week I went to go see that by myself. That was uh, that was fun. That was a weird part, like uh, where my ex-wife was uh, pregnant with my first kid, and she was. We loved going to the movies together. That was sort of like our thing as we we go to the movies together, and we were going to go watch Godzilla. And we went out to dinner beforehand. And she was very pregnant, and she's like, "I'm tired. I just want to go home." And I was super disappointed. I was like, but I wanted to see Godzilla like so bad. Um, and then she was like, you know what? Just take me home and you can go. And I was like, really? I can go by myself. So I did. Cause we lived like five minutes from a theater uh, when I was in Dayton. Like there was a rave cinema that was like, I turn off of my road left and I drive for like two minutes and it's on the right. Like it was very close to me. So I went to go see Godzilla and I was super stoked. And it was like me by myself, another guy by himself and a third guy by himself behind me, like a couple rows. And we all watched Godzilla and it was, we were both, all three of us just like, yeah, like <laughs> that's was an such experience. a fun experience. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used to go to the movies by myself quite a bit when I was an undergrad because I wanted to cut class, but my mom was home. <laughs> so mm. like, I need to kill a couple hours. So I'll go to the lunch matinee and be like, yeah, four bucks for an IMAX movie. Like, okay. Yeah. Big old thing of popcorn. That's... And I come home and mom's like, how was class? I'm like, it was great. <laughs> it was very relaxing. <laughs> They had a really big popcorn machine for some reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I watched the Northman. It was really good. Uh, okay. Well, I'll say this. I was expecting a lot more like big scale battles based on the way mm -hmm. it looks. It's, it's very much a personal story, but there is battles. Um, it's just very much more singular focused on him rather than, I don't know. I expected some sort of war movie. Okay. Oh, it's more like, Gladiator is a good way to put it. It's more like Gladiator than anything else. Okay. Yeah. I still Gladiator's a little more singular focused versus, you know, Braveheart, where it's about, you know, him, not just his journey, but like his people kind of thing. I was expecting his people and it's just him. Like, so there was that. And then, uh, yeah, just been watching a lot of stuff like that so um but next week we have a quiz to do we do and you still have the i saw the ears do you need them again or no i have them um okay i'll just remind read? the audience i've got it right here okay so we're gonna do again i know these are all repeats audience but um 1996 i thought I we think? changed it to 97 
We did, and I didn't change it, which is a good thing I repeated it. 97. 2000, 2008, 2011, and 2016. So we're a lot more in that middle meat area where you guys do better. Um, I have totally different years written down than you. Do you? I do. That's unfortunate. Did I write Hang on. Did you give me the... Hang on. I'm going to go back because I feel like maybe you gave me May. Yeah, you gave me May, because May was 96, 2000, 2008, 2016. Okay, you'll have to tell me, because I don't have the right one saved. Okay, so June, you said, was 1997, which we changed to. Okay. And then 2004, 2009. Yes. 2013. I remember 2004. 2009, 2013, 2018. Yep, still in that middle area, which is where we're going to keep it for a while you're right that was totally wrong i don't know why that wasn't saved i'm glad we double checked because <laughs> i would have been coming in prepped for totally wrong years <laughs> yeah i mean you would have known because i always announce the year right off the bat you're, you'd been like no this isn't i'd be like oh well i'm sorry uh <laughs> this is over. i did a whole week's worth of work and it's this is what we got <laughs> I almost think that would make it more interesting, though. Yeah, maybe. Um, hopefully Ace does some studying, too. Um, maybe he can take the title. He's been stepping up his game. He might. Yeah, he has. He has. Uh, we'll see if we can get another guest on. If not, we'll just do another two-on-two. It's been really hard to get people on, but people are so busy with other things going on, especially a lot of people, you know, YouTube people that I know. They're gearing up for Monster Hunter, so they're so busy doing videos and stuff. It's yeah, so we'll we'll try. Um, but yeah, those are what's happening next time, and I'm gonna save those and probably work on some of those tonight, just to be sure. So yeah, alrighty. Uh, thanks everyone for joining, and we'll we'll cut it off here soon. Um, be sure to follow us at Hunters Hub Pod on Twitter. Um, you know, Ace wasn't here today at Ace at Ace Badger Gaming. Uh, if you want to see his stuff, and um, yeah, we're gonna do a quiz show next week. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and then after that, we'll do another wild card, which we'll have to think, figure out what that is. We've exhausted our dating stories, so we'll 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 think of something else. And then after that, Sasha, you're you're gone uh, for that week, so we're gonna do our Monster Hunter episode, and then that'll tie right into the next. Uh, quiz that'll be the july quiz after that so like you're going to do a quiz one episode and then the next episode is going to be another quiz for you yeah so i guess i have to pay attention to the years yeah thank you for that by the way (laughs) Alrighty. goodbye everyone thanks thanks for checking in we'll see you later bye